Hey everybody, welcome back to Playlisted. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit of a different one. I know that uh, many of you are pretty excited about the Enneagram series that I've begun, and I want you to know that I am continuing with it, and it's going to take a little bit longer to edit than I realized. So in the meantime, I have this super fun episode that I've done with my friend Jen, where we talk about songs that are about food that are actually about sex. And we had so much fun having this conversation that we recorded for a long time. So I'm actually going to split this episode up into two parts. And this is your first part. Hope you enjoy. Welcome everybody to Playlisted. I am Denise and I'm your host and I'm very excited about today because I have a special guest this is my friend Jen. Jen, welcome to Playlisted. Thank you. Jen, uh, how do I even describe our relationship? We were mutual friends. We had a mutual friend. We still have her. We still... <laughs> it's true. She hasn't gone anywhere. She's still <laughs> a very important part of both of our lives. Yeah. But who, you know, we have been in each other's circles for a long time. But then since, uh, since I moved back to Vancouver, I've gotten a chance to get to know you much better. We've had dinner at your house every week for like a year now. And so that's been really special. And partly why we've decided to talk about what we're going to talk about today. Sex and food mm. and music. That's like <laughs> three of my favorite things. It's three of my favorite things. I'm very excited to talk about this and... I had no idea how much food was out there music-wise. Mm. Yes. Actually, when we started talking about doing this podcast, we started with just food music. Mm-hmm. And then we realized we needed to focus on something more yeah. specific. So we went with sexy foods or food that is really innuendo. Um, but before we kind of get into that, tell me a little bit about your just relationship with food. Because you're, you're an incredibly passionate foodie in my life. Can you just tell me a little bit about that? I love food. Every chance I get, I can talk about food. I love learning about food and sharing food the most. And I feel like it's a good way to kind of relax people. Like, it's just a common place. Like, everyone eats. And so it's just a good way to share and get to know people. I love that. Yeah. It's like this equalizing kind of playing field mm-hmm. where, yeah, everybody has to eat. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I mean, you've kind of built that into like a lot of your work in life as well. You manage a really awesome popular restaurant or you Mm -hmm. have been doing that for a number of years here in Vancouver, Banditas. Yeah, Banditas is great. Hey, Banditas. (laughs) And um, I don't know if this is is even something that you have thought about a lot, but um, do you feel like music has a role in your kind of passion for food and your hosting and, and that kind of thing? Music does get me excited. Mm. It's not the forefront of any sort of cooking that I do, but I do like to be in like a loud room. Mm. Um, So I'll just pump up some jams that I know all the words to and pretend that I'm a wonderful singer Mm. while I'm cooking. You Um, are a wonderful singer (laughs) as well. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, I do think in a lot of parts of like the restaurant industry, music has so much to do with how you're enjoying your food it should be enjoyed but it shouldn't be the center of your experience for sure it's not maybe something people are aware of when they're eating but it does like it does help you enjoy or not enjoy your food right we've got like a lot of songs together we came up with a ton of stuff from a lot of different genres and so i think it's going to be really fun i think everybody will find something that they could enjoy here 
But I wanted to start with something that, at least for me, feels the most familiar of, of all the songs in the playlist. And that is because it's a song that still gets a lot of play on the dance floor. And yes, I do realize the irony of that coming from the DJ who's often making the selection. <laughs> so I am choosing to play this song quite often. Uh, but it does, it still gets a lot of requests. And that is uh, Milkshake by Coase. Yes. You just hear it. When you say the word milkshake, it just is dun 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 dun. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I could teach you, but I have to charge. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I could teach you, but I have to charge. funny to to say that it is obvious because to have a woman speak so openly about like mm. hey look at look at what I have to give you it's irresistible like please come yeah. to my yard yeah you know but like you can't have it unless I actually give you the go you know right, right. yeah <laughs> I want to start looking at these songs and asking about the difference between how men and women use these metaphors mm. when we were putting this um, list together I was thinking a lot about the difference between when we talk about enjoying the taste of someone else's whatever food we decide to, you know, use versus I taste so good, you know? Yeah. And I do think that is something that stands yeah. out about this song is this woman being like confident in what she has to offer. Yeah. And it's not about, I really like that it's not about her abilities. It's not about her ability to taste him. Yeah. It's about him tasting her. Yeah. And that isn't something that especially in the 90s or well when did the song come out it was like 2000. I think it's early 2000s yeah and for something so like borderline explicit in meaning I think it's it is dirty especially when I was in high school mm -hmm. singing this song yeah you know I had no real idea of like what it all meant but I think it's really funny how you say that because I've always been really scared about not tasting it or saying like Please enjoy my body, or please enjoy, you know, our time together because of me, you know. And for Khalees to like wave that flag around and be yeah. like, my milkshakes, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool. It's like um, without being so serious, right? You yeah. know, like she did say in this like little explanation of her song, it's like, don't overthink it. It's mm -hmm. literally what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So that's cool. It's not that deep. Yeah. From here i kind of almost want to go through history a little bit like we won't be super chronological like mm, exactly yeah. but i was thinking about how this is kind of a really old idea of equating food with sex both musically and 
well, we're going to talk about it musically, but even in literature, right? This is like a common, common metaphor. So I wanted to go back till close to the beginning of recorded music in 1951. And I, I think I introduced the song to you. Yes. You hadn't heard Rosemary Clooney's. No, I haven't. Come on to my house until uh, this morning. Super, super clever and catchy. She invites her lover over to her house because she has all of these foods. She has figs and pomegranates yeah. and cakes. And I think she, she starts with, uh, come on to my house. I want to give you some candy. Come on to my house, my house. I'm going to give you candy. Come on to my house, my house. I'm going to give you apple, plum, and I forgot to do it. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house. I'm gonna give you figs and dates and grapes and cakes. Eh? Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house. I'm gonna give you candy. Come on to my house, my house. I'm gonna give you everything. But isn't that so wonderful? It kind of ties back to like. Our intro was that food is is such a even playing field. Like, come eat, yes, and then we'll do the nasty. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like these multiple ways to connect. Yeah, to each other. Yeah, and I love how this, even though it's saying the same thing as Khalees, but it's almost opposite in terms of its subtlety. Like, yeah. it is actually pretty, pretty subtle. I mean, if you tie in the, the, the time that yes. she wrote this song. Two very different times for sex. Definitely. And women. Yeah. And yet she's still able to do this. Yeah. And I think that is, that's something that we find kind of all through, especially blues, in, in old blues tunes. You get all kinds of sexual innuendo. Because they had to. They had to cover yeah. it up. They couldn't just be explicit. This is what I want to do to you and what I want you to do to me. But, yeah, I just, I find it so interesting because, because of thinking of songs that I heard in high school, kind of like, with you and talking about milkshake to think about songs that maybe I was too young to really understand that had innuendo and yet that experience has been here since the beginning of recorded music you know kids yeah. heard Rosemary Clooney in their they're probably just like yeah candy yeah 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 and then when but they isn't like, that so cool as well is that like mm -hmm. this song that has a couple of different layers mm -hmm. in the meaning can be a decent song for kids to enjoy because in their minds it's like a fun song yeah you know and i'm like i remember not thinking too hard about police mm -hmm. and now that i'm older i was just like wow it's got lots of lots to it right yeah you can enjoy it kind of yeah twice yeah well, more than twice but <laughs> for women more than twice <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad this is already there. Yeah. This is so great. You are the best person for this job. This I'm so, so excited. I'm so excited to keep going. <laughs> okay, tell me about the uh, the next song. We are going to talk about I Want a Little Sugar in My Bowl mm. um, by Nina Simone. It's a, a few years later than Rosemary Clooney, but it's the same idea in a sense where she is like, I want to have sex. I mm -hmm. want you over here. And I think there's something so lovely and powerful for a woman to be like, come over here. I want you. I hope that it wasn't so difficult for her to express this song because I think 
um, women and the idea of being sexual is still a hard thing mm-hmm. nowadays. And for her to be like, what's the matter, daddy? Come on, save my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I need some sugar in my bowl. It's just like, okay, let's do this like great thing our bodies are made to do. Soothe me, I want some sugar in my bowl. Up so they'll go. What's the matter, Daddy? Come on, save my soul. I want some sugar in my bowl. I ain't fooling. I want some sugar in my bowl. Is cute. I you like know? that description. Yeah, I love it. So it made me think about which I, I'm not gonna play. I feel like most people can recognize it if they think of it. But it made me think a lot about "Pour Some Sugar on Me," the Duff mm. Leopard song, which I feel like, I mean, partially because it's cl- classic rock, and definitely partially because it's in a male voice. I feel like it's less interesting, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's kind of even more explicit. "Pour Some Sugar on Me" is. Uh, I don't know, just a much more like ridiculous image yeah. than than poor poor little sugar in my bowl. Yeah, and just the fact that we're kind of starting with these songs that are talking about sugar, but like as we go through the playlist, it's overwhelmingly lopsided between the salty and the sweet yeah kinds of metaphors. What is that about? Like, there's so much sugar. I think for me, dessert isn't an, a serious thing. It's like sex. It's like, this is fun. Let's do this. And all these songs kind of play a theme where, like, let's have fun. And for me, like, whipped cream is fun. The shape of and the sweetness of fruit and stuff like that, it's always been an extra thing. Right. It's kind of this decadent. So maybe in that way, it's, like, not even just a metaphor for sex, but a metaphor for the, like, playfulness of sex. Yeah. And maybe even that is the similarity, not just for sweetness, but one of the reasons why we pair food and sex together so much mm-hmm. is partially because there is this really like common thing where we need both. Like they're a part of our humanity and yet there's this ability to like enjoy it so much more, right? Mm-hmm. Like we don't just eat for pure fuel. We, we eat for satisfaction yeah. and we don't just have sex. For... I mean, you and I don't eat pure, for pure fuel. <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel like most people, I mean, there maybe some, some people are kind of just like, yeah. oh, this is what I need, whatever. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's something about food and that is a sensual thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's really easy to kind of make those comparisons to sexuality, yeah. which, yeah, that's super interesting. Cause one of my other questions actually was going to be the, the fact that so many of the, um, metaphors are about tasting each other. Mm-hmm. Are we just talking about oral sex? I think it's just, like, the sweetness of enjoying somebody. Yeah. But the whole experience of sex, I hope that you do get to taste the person. And, mm-hmm. you like, whether it's oral sex or if it's just, like, tasting, you know, their skin or something mm-hmm. like that. Or, like, when you're kissing, mm-hmm. you know, that's also something that's sweet. I don't think it's specifically what you do with your mouth. I think the mm-hmm. whole experience is just 
it tingles all your senses. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that's that's sensuality piece that like we're involving and that, and that is really true for both food and sex. Like it's Mm -hmm. not just a, a taste thing even, but it's like the smells, the sounds. To like, yeah. To like, like break open a peach. You hear that, like that crunch, but also that softness. Right. Yeah. 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 Not that you really want to hear crunch in sex, but. (laughs) Right. Maybe not crunch. Yeah. That was an interesting. But like, but but the idea of like that freshness, that crispness, that Mm -hmm. like, that you do identify like in this positive way with fruit could also be like you know, fresh sheets when you're, like, mm-hmm. jumping into bed with mm-hmm. somebody that you love. You know, even in describing that peach um, and the sounds that it makes, I could hear it. You mm-hmm. know, like, it's that same thing where I can recall, like, an old partner. I can, like, mm-hmm. you know, if it was a positive experience or a negative experience, mm-hmm. I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting where all your senses are at play. The idea of fruit specifically mm-hmm. has come up a lot. Um, and even, I think it's really funny that you were using peaches mm-hmm. as an example because I think in our you know, worlds full of emoji communication. The peach is a butt. Something very specific. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting. Speaking of booty. Yeah. You just taught me something <laughs> so eye-opening about one of the most brilliant original rock and roll songs. Please enlighten me again and our listeners about Little Richard. So I found out that Tutti Fruity is about anal sex. So wild. Isn't that so funny? What but the, the the commercial version, the chorus goes tutti fruity or rudy, a wop up a loop up a wop bum boom. Mm-hmm. Um, but the original one is tutti fruity good booty. If it don't fit, don't force it. You can grease it, make it easy. And I was floored when I heard that because like everyone knew this song. Oh, for sure. And back in the day, you know, like so he probably was like asked to change it. In order for people to digest it. No doubt, yeah. Um, or I wish to, the to get anal... radio play. There's no yeah. way it would have been the jam. It's interesting. Even nowadays, unless it's in like a really fast rap song, I don't think it would fly. No, no, that's still... If I it think don't still... fit, don't force it. Right. <laughs> well, and to be honest, I don't know that it actually has as much flow. Like yeah. Mu- or like musicality. Although I haven't heard it. Maybe... You know, you can make all kinds of <laughs> lyrics fit. <laughs> yeah. It's cute because tutti frutti in Italian means all fruit. And in mm. my head, I love the idea of um, some people describing themselves as fruits. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm weird, but I don't really want to be labeled as anything else. So I'm just kind of like a fruit. So it's like all fruits. Let's just do it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Everybody's got a butt. <laughs> Everyone's got a butt. Everyone poops. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. But we have a song that mentions peaches specifically 
Peaches and Cream by 112. Yeah. <laughs> I love these guys so much. I still I still do. I'm a bit of a sucker for 112. One just like needs to perform the song to me. So we're, we're specifically... While I eat... While you what? Eat Peaches and Cream. While you eat Peaches and I'm Cream. I'm lactose intolerant. But that's okay. Yeah. So, so after you take your pills. <laughs> after I take my lactate pills. Sponsored by lactate. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> it's uh, not. It's really not. No. I'm fine with shouting them out. Yeah. It allows you to enjoy fabulous dairy products. Yeah. I mean, it is it is the chorus, but it's literally just peaches and cream. I need it because you know I'm a fiend. It's even better when it's with ice cream. So wait, what is the cream? Like peaches and cream and ice cream? Um, oh, you know what the cream is. <laughs> so ice cream is really the only food, potentially, that I we're mean, even talking are, about here. They are uh, more than one person. <laughs> this is true. It's a good point. Peaches and cream. I need to get you more than I'm a Girl, you taste so good to me. On the side of you, better yet, baby, right next to you. Let the way you're just flowing down, and I can feel it all around in the front and the back of you. Ooh, I love the smell of you, girl. You know what I'm talking about. cream, ice cream, or whatever, condensed milk, if you will. <laughs> you know, just the, like, the the action of, like, dripping something down yes. yeah. is super sexual, and a peach, like we said before, is like a butt or a vagina, mm-hmm. up to you. If you close your eyes, there's that image of peaches and cream. I mean, I know peaches might have really specific connotations, but fruit in general is sweet and highly sexualized. Mm-hmm. And I think we kind of talked a little bit about the fact that there's this like play on something being ripe as well, ripe for the picking, or you know, the idea of forbidden fruit even, you know, yeah. from Genesis. But like, I don't know. I think we too often think of that as an apple, but I feel like an apple is like this hard. Like apples are not sexy. They're not. Apples are what you give your teacher. Yes, maybe that's why they're not sexy. Although teachers can be sexy. So teachers can know. be sexy. There's a whole genre of yeah. sexy teachers out there. So then why are apples <laughs> sexy? And but apples, like in my mind, because they're not soft. They're like the idea of like a peach being ripe. Mm-hmm. Peaches can be quite soft. Yes. You know. Um, should I say cherries? Mm, um, cherries. We'll come back to that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so many cherries. But like you think of a watermelon. A watermelon is not sexy. <laughs> Here, baby. <laughs> let me turn you on with this. Oh, I don't know, though, because, you know, watermelon can be like very drippy and sticky. I have and... never felt sexy eating a watermelon. <laughs> That's very there are watermelon much. eating contests. That does not scream sex to me. No, it kind of screams like <laughs> hot dog eating contest. It's like Speaking the of same hot dogs, category. bananas, bananas can be sexy, but also there's too much humor in that. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's a really good point. But it's interesting that it's often, um, what do you call it, like a stone fruit. 
Yeah. And I wonder if that's part of it too, that you're like kind of uncovering like your, I mean, it's a very fleshy mm-hmm. kinds of fruit that, that tend to be kind of sexualized. And then there's a sense that like you're uncovering, like you're getting to the innermost part of the fruit. Yeah. I wonder if that's like at all part of it. Right, because apples maybe they're also not sexy because they're just like a bunch of little seeds in the middle. Yeah, like an apple core is very like sexy. And then like a stone fruit has like this one pit. You can't really clean the pit. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that, but it's always like there's something left. No, but that even <laughs> that in itself is so interesting because like you are you're trying to get all the like sweet tasty bits yeah. off of the fruit, and in a sexual context, it's sort of the idea of like. Don't don't miss any like crevice or crease yeah. or this idea of like laughing. Oh, this is very sexy. Laughing each other up, you know. This yeah. Idea. Um, yeah. Woo. <laughs> but yeah, there is like there is a ripeness and um, to fruit that is so um, sensual. If you look at a fruit without touching it, it's like kind of clean packaging. Mm. It's like it's got its own natural skin casing to it. And then you touch it, you get to squeeze it, mm. and you get to, like, taste it and stuff like that. So, same thing with a human. You see, like, cute girl across the bar. You're like, she looks like the right kind of firmness for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she's ripe. <laughs> or he. I definitely have definitely looked at someone's butt and right. been like, damn, those are a nice pair. <laughs> 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 I love bodies in general Mm -hmm. but there's just something about a nice tight butt Mm -hmm. that really does it for me yeah fair well and we've already had a bit of a reference to candy a couple times and just the idea of sugar in general Mm -hmm. um but you had another candy song yeah but it's interesting because this song he says that it's about if like a casual relationship that he fell in love with Mm. in the lyrics he sounds like he's willing to like be of service just to have a night with her, hmm. you know? So, like, I'll bathe your skin. I'll even wash your clothes. Um, just give me some candy before I go. I know that they're items on the wall. But, darling, I'll bathe your skin. I'll even wash your clothes. Just give me some candy. Before I go Oh darling I'll kiss your eyes And lay you down on your rug Just give me some candy After my hug And I'll be there waiting for you You know that I think about all the times where I would be with somebody casually and wish that there was a different level of intimacy where I was able to like take care of them and something like that. There's a sweetness, there's a there's a love there that in a casual relationship that's out of bounds. You know, mm-hmm. and so it sounds like he's like, I'm willing to do these things just to taste you one more time, just to be with you one more time. And to have that in a male standpoint warms my heart a lot because it's like that desperation that doesn't get spoken about very often that 
to me is very sexy, but like that desperation isn't known to be sexy. Mm -hmm. It's not often painted that way. Yeah, but he's just like, just let me taste your candy Mm. before I leave. Mm. Um, I'll do anything for it. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, and it just like brings you back to like the essence of sex. It's like I need you. I want you. The, the fact that it is this like casual relationship it's not like a super intimate long term kind of situation um, that candy is a really good metaphor mm. for that kind of relationship you know it's not like a complete meal it's not gonna like satisfy you right. in all these different aspects of your life but it's it is what it is yeah. for the time that you have it oh that's so neat you know? yeah I never really thought about that but, and that, I think that same thing applies where like you can't live off fruit alone. You can't live mm-hmm. off sugar alone. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, especially in this song where, like, I want you. But I'm, like, ideally, I like more than just yeah. candy. Yeah. yeah. You know? I need protein. Rice yeah. and veggies. New Tinder profile. Chicken and, yeah. I want candy, but I also want spinach and chicken as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. In my mind, I imagine someone cradling me. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> like a like a baby? Like, <laughs> just like, just like so loving. Like that a, like genuine love. We're just like, please just love me. Right. Okay. So like you're just wrapped up yeah. in a person. Like, I wouldn't say you're cradling. not an infant <laughs> being cooed <laughs> to sleep. Just but that's like the the level of like love in this song that you feel this like mm. innocence and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of innocence, mm. should we talk about cherries? I'm very excited to talk about cherries. Yeah. I can't wait till I get home so you can share that cherry out. Turn that cherry out. Turn that cherry out. Hope you enjoyed part one of Sexy Foods. Definitely tune in next week. I'll post the second half of our conversation which is equally as meandering and hilarious as the first. We will definitely, as promised, get to a conversation around the sexual connotations of a cherry, as well as compare different songs about lollipops. So check that out. And then soon after that, I'm working on getting out that first official Enneagram episode to you. So yeah, lots of great playlists to come. But until then, you have been playlisted.